Stephen Krotis on SAFM. As you know, and as I'm sure you've felt in the last few years, such a big jump in the amount of crime. Last week, the World Bank confirming crime is costing South Africa around 10% of our gross domestic product every year. That means you may well be spending more on security to protect your family than you are educating your children, or even more than you're spending on healthcare, for example. It also means the cost of crime is around $700 billion. Rand. Dr. Dion George is the DA Shadow Minister of Finance. Dr. George, good morning. Good morning and good morning to the listeners. We've seen the huge cost of crime. That's in financial terms. What impact do you believe it's actually having on our society? Well, I think what it's doing is devastating things to our economy because um, and our society. If we start at society, I mean, what does it mean to the every everybody in the street? Um, when, for example, their homes are broken into, they cannot go in, walk into the street safely because they fear for for what will happen. That's not that's not how a normal society is supposed to operate. Now, obviously, there is crime throughout the entire world, but what functional governments do is that they actually make sure that they put enough money on policing and that they have enough resources on the ground and that they rise to the occasion. Now, unfortunately, our government isn't able to do that because it's basically running out of money and it's cutting back in areas that it shouldn't do. So we don't have enough police. We don't have enough police stations. We don't have a criminal justice system that's working efficiently because government isn't putting enough money on it. So through the action of government, it's basically indicating that it doesn't care about fighting crime because it's taking taken the money and put it in other places. And that brings us to the economy. What it's doing to the economy, there's an estimate that what it's done to the economy, it's deprived revenue of about 175 billion rand. Now that's a very, very significant amount of money. So if our economy, if crime was lower, our economy would grow better. We would have more revenue into the national revenue pot, which means there'd be more money available to provide the service. So the system starts to break down. And that's the fundamental problem. And that's what the the, the, the Financial Action Task Force identified when they grey-listed South Africa. It's not in the financial regulations that's the issue. It's the justice system. It isn't working. And that is the problem. At the same time, you've got enormous amount of socioeconomic problems, which also drives crime. So you've got an unvirtuous cycle unfolding here. And it's very detrimental to to our economy and to to the population, obviously. It's very stressful living under these conditions, especially when the cost of living is driving up relentlessly. So we're not in a good space, but I think what is possible can be turned around if government makes the right choices. Um, Is part of it the sort of spending allocations that we make, you know, what we spend on the VIP protection unit, uh, for example? I mean, Shamila Batohi, I think, um, used the word revolting in an interview in the Sunday Times when she was asked about the VIP protection unit being 74% of the NPA's budget. I mean, would you agree with her? Absolutely. The, the, The problem we've got here is that Um, we've got a government that's out of touch. So, for example, if you looked at what President Ramaphosa apparently spent when they flew over to London, it was 24,000 rand per head on catering when nearly 5 million children in South Africa are starving. Same with the VIP protection units. Um, They often behave like thugs, rushing through the the, the traffic, getting uh, knocking people out of the way, 
for, for what purpose? It's just vanity, unfortunately. And that's what happens when you have a government that's out of touch. So it doesn't care that the average citizen is, is, is battling. Also, as we've seen several insta- instances where VRP so-called protectors have treated uh, the innocent public extremely badly. So it merely just is a reflection. So it's not only how you allocate your money that demonstrates um, where your priorities lie and what you actually think, but it's the behavior. And that's the big problem because South Africa actually is a rich country. We have enormous potential. We've got massive minerals. We've got so much potential. We've got a young population, but that's all getting wasted because that's the opportunity cost of this basically broken government. So when you look at what allocation is done to, for example, uh, the the criminal justice system to the police, etc. It's hopelessly inadequate, and there is a view that it's done deliberately because if you if you make a country slightly ungovernable, it's very difficult for the people to actually exercise their political rights more effectively, and then change the government that starts to oppress them. So we do have a very significant problem here, but it all starts really with making sure that there's enough pressure so that government can put money in the right place. It doesn't do that. Why? It's because it's too strong. And what needs to happen is that the people need to change that. That's the crux of the issue here. Dr. Dion George, thank you. The DA Shadow Minister of Finance, obviously political comments coming through there, as you would expect and as is his right.